The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When Judas had left them, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and God will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. I give you a new commandment, love one another. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. We find ourselves on this fifth Sunday of Easter in a time of transition. It's the end of the school year. Many families are transitioning to the summer schedules. Our graduates and the graduates present here find themselves on the verge of the next stage of their lives. Military families are learning about orders to move or are moving in or out at this moment. There's births, there's deaths, there's all sorts of transitions going on at this time, especially in May. We heard about a lot of transitions in our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul and Barnabas traveled to eight different towns from what we heard of. John tells us about the great transition that took place in the fullness of time, when God took on flesh so he could dwell among us, so he could be with us forever, especially in the most holy Eucharist. John's Description in the Apocalypse also tells us about the end of time, when the great transition will take place, when Jesus Christ comes a second time and everything as we know it is wiped away and renewed, created new. Behold, I will make all things new. When death and mourning, wailing and pain shall pass away. And finally, in our Gospel, our Lord Jesus Christ was found himself at a moment of transition, for it began with those words, when Judas had left them. Our Lord ended his public ministry and entered into his passion by which he would shed his blood for us to truly create us new. So at this time we can learn a little bit about how Catholics endure times of transition. And the overarching theme is this. Seek the good. Focus on the good and rejoice in it. To put it a little bit more practically, for what are you thankful and for what are you hopeful? In the midst of all of this, we can look to that first reading with Paul and Barnabas traveling about by foot and by ship. Now, I know that when we think of travel, we think of driving around in cars with air conditioning and heating and going on planes where everything's temperature controlled. Back in those days, nothing was temperature controlled. You were lucky to find clean water sometimes. But in the midst of everything that they're doing, we hear nothing of complaints. I fear that if Paul and Barnabas had the abilities of modern social media, we would hear about everything they hated on their trips, because it seems like that's what so many people do. How horrible the food was in Italia, or the service in one of the hotels, or how bad the ship was cramped, how many rats there were on ship, all of those kind of things. But we don't hear about that from Paul and Barnabas. What we hear about them is during their travels, which indeed were hard, 
They're going about encouraging and strengthening the disciples, preaching the gospel of joy. You see, the gospel of joy is, needs to be clearly understood. Because sometimes the joy of the gospel or the gospel of joy is misunderstood to be present here, this false utopia where there's no suffering on earth. That's not at all what Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ promised, and so Paul and Barnabas strengthened the disciples by telling them a message that might be good for our graduates. It is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter into the kingdom of God. The joy of the gospel is not about finding a place where everything's perfect and nothing bad happens. The joy of the gospel is finding God in the midst of both the good and the bad. You see, for our Lord Jesus Christ promised paradise to the repentant thief. He didn't then take him down from the cross and say, Hey, great, welcome to paradise. I just ended your suffering. No, that repentant thief still died and suffered on that cross. But after that, he really did enter into paradise. He really did enter into the joy of the gospel. So it's true that all of us still face pain and suffering and a cross and death in our life here on earth. But as Catholics, we actually do have some degree of freedom from that. Because if we have died with Christ through baptism, we will rise with him on eternal life, into eternal life. So where this comes to in times of transition is can we see as we look back in our lives, as we look to the last four years of high school, or if there's college graduates to four years of college, or if we're adults, maybe even just to yesterday, as we look back on our lives, can we find the place where Christ has been present? Can we find God present in our lives and can we give thanks for it? Even in the midst of difficult moments, hardship, crosses, and pains, can we recognize that all of them were ordered towards the glory of not just the crucifixion, because it didn't end there, but to the glory of the resurrection? That every hardship that you have faced has formed into the person you are today, conformed you all the more fully to Christ himself. Can we look to our past and find God at work? And if we can, then you've found the secret to joy. It's all too easy in our culture, especially to look to the past and see all the things that could have been better, all the things that could have been done differently, all the ways that someone could have changed it all and made it all more happy. But if we live our lives like that, we're not trusting in the redemptive mercy of our God. Can we look to the past and say, yes, some things were bad, some things were hard, and, endure, and indeed we endured hardship. But it was worth it, because even there I could find God. And then if we can do that in our past, we can do it in the present. We can find God working right now, and then hopefully we can find God working in the future. And that's where hope comes in. If God hasn't let you down yet in your past, if he's not letting you down right now, what makes us fear that he's going to let us down in the future? Sometimes the fear of going off to college is the unknown. There's a lot of things you don't know that the Lord has in store for you in the years of college ahead of you, or the years of life ahead of each one of us. But we fear because we, for some reason, don't trust that the Lord can bring good even out of the hardships we face. When we look to the future, what do you hope for? What are you looking forward to? Where do you see God able to work in your future? You see, my brothers and sisters, even though you might foresee hardship, 
difficult exams, hard classes, whatever it might be, a hard job, a boss you don't like, whatever life throws at you. Can you find God present there? Because if you can find God present, if you can seek the good, if you can focus on the good and rejoice in it, then no matter what comes at you, even if it is a cross, you'll find your blessed mother standing at the foot of it and you can smile. You'll find your best friend standing there and you can smile. You'll see the good of redemption and you can smile. Even in the midst of all of your sufferings that you endure throughout your life, you can find the good where God is and you can know joy. My brothers and sisters, especially those who have graduated, you are called to be apostles of joy. You're called to live life differently and be evangelists in this world. To preach Christ crucified, not just by word, but by your actions. The easiest way to do all of that, where has God worked in your past? Where is he now in your life today? And for what do you hope for? If you can find God in all of these places, you will know joy and you will know peace. And then you too, like Paul and Barnabas, can go about wherever you are, strengthening the hearts of the disciples. For it is through hardship that we will enter into the kingdom of God. But that kingdom is totally worth it.